Let's take a trip back in time. So strap yourselves in tight. It's time for Bobby and Jason's awesome 80s podcast. I'm so full of awesomeness right oh, now, bro. Oh, man. Is it the awesome 80s still? It's the awesome <laughs> 80s still, yeah. We are stuck in the 80s. Yes, we are. Well, a little bit of, if you're ready for a little bit of 80s overload, we're right there with you we, right we, now. Yeah, exactly. Well, we are Bobby Catalano and Jason Pasco. <laughs> Thank you, pal. And we are here, episode 18, man. Can you believe it? 18. 18. We are legal. We are legal to drink, sort of. <laughs> Where's my Jack Daniels? It all bottle? depends. It's over here. <laughs> this is going to be a drinking episode, everybody. Yeah, we're, so. um, we're a little punch drunk today. Yes, we are. We're still fattened up. So, and- hey, how about those Cubs? How about those Cubs, The huh? Chicago Cubs won the World Series. It's like, have they ever won it? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, a billion years ago. Oh, man, you just made us sound like we just, like, don't know what the hell we're talking well, about. Well, I did watch the last game. I, You know, I'm not... I don't watch baseball religiously or anything, but I did watch that final game, game seven, and they tied it up in the ninth. Cleveland did, and Chicago won it in uh, extra innings. Yeah. And, hey, they're the champs. That's right. And do you know the guy who made the final out is from Las Vegas. Oh, I didn't know His that. name is, I have it somewhere, wait. It's, his name was Chris Bryant, and yeah, he's from Vegas, and I figured we get that little Vegas thing in little there. Vegas thing going on you know we're still we're East proud, Coast guys yeah, yeah but we're proud of people that come from Vegas and, and kick some ass yeah it's weird so, we're, we're, this is our hometown now man we're it like, is we live here and, <laughs> we're and Vegasites we, we love Vegas love it absolutely love it um, yeah but the Cubs you know still a Phillies fan whether that's you know yeah the Phillies right we, well the Phillies won their share of World Series and so Chicago got one and hey congratulations congratulations Chicago yes so there you go so that's the, the Bobby and Jason sports moment that was our sports moment yeah so so anyway we had the Halloween show last week mm-hmm. two weeks ago two weeks ago see um, it's the Jack that's what it is it's, it's the, the Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels hey wait let me get a sip there we go go ahead <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on gin and juice. There you Ooh, go. There we go. go. Laid back. Let me tell you a little story since we're talking about Jack Daniels before we do a recap. You're not going to tell him this story, are you? Back in the day, <laughs> Jack Daniels was a friend of Jason and myself. Of we, the Bobby and Jason and show. We, um, and Marlon Dell also. Had, I don't know if he wants you throwing that well, out Well, you there. know what? It's out there. We had some good times and, um, you know, we let... It loose a little bit. Yes, we did. We're not saying that everybody... Look, we're all... If you're listening to this 80s podcast, you're all adults like us, okay? <laughs> There's no kid listening to this going, no. hey, I think it's cool to listen to Bobby and Jason's 80s podcast. And they're drinking Jack Daniels. Yeah. So when we were, you know, that age back then, we were at, you know, and we used to uh, hide it in a brown bag. We now, did. We never drank on the show. No. We, although, i got to be honest with you, there was a lot of times I wish I could. Most of the drinking actually happened toward the end of the show when we kind of left and then we went on tour doing our marquee stuff. Well, that was the thing. We were going out you all know? the time and we uh, went down south. We went out west. We did a lot of cool stuff and, you know, we just got into drinking and it was, uh, listen to me, we just got into drinking. Look, it, it helped when you get on stage and, and everybody's looking at you and you're doing your music. It it helps. It does help. It, it helps. Does. But it also helps with just, you know, making every, all the lights <laughs> a little brighter and all the nights a little funner. <laughs> Sure it does. Well, let's recap the Halloween show. Oh my God! We talked about Krusty the Clown. No, it wasn't Krusty. It was. <laughs> See, look, ladies and gents, we just had our week off, and even though we were off, we're we wired. Really busy. Hey, we're wired. So actually, and just so you have a little context, uh, we're actually this is actually during the 
um, election results. We actually have CNN on the television as we're doing our podcast for you, and and the returns are starting to come in, and um, yeah. So during this podcast. Even though you're going to hear it on Thursday, we have no idea who's going to win. No, we don't. We know it's neck and neck, and uh, most people say Clinton's going to win. I don't have a dog in this fight, personally. I'm not a fan of either one. I thought so, we weren't going to get political. We're not, but I'm, I'm just not a fan. Yeah. So. Uh, you know what I'm not a fan of? those All those damn commercials. Oh, my God. Yeah, can we just get this election over with? Oh, well, it is over with now. Well, it will be <laughs> when you hear this podcast because it's Tuesday when we're recording. Now, for everybody who's ever seen Breaking Bad or Don't Call Saul. Oh, I love Breaking Bad. Wasn't Breaking Bad. Bad amazing? I binged that show, man, and that was a lot of seasons. Yeah, that was like Loved the best. Have you seen Breaking Bad? Uh, being from the East Coast, you'd see one or two lawyer commercials on every now and then. But out here, it's like cray-cray with the Bro, lawyer commercials. When they come on, I actually sing along sometimes because I know the words. <laughs> yes! You know what I mean? The, like the little jingles. Are you injured? <laughs> Ask oh this guy. God. and I'm like, he's a lawyer. Call him up. Am I injured? It's but anyway, my point being is this. That was so unbelievably annoying before this election cycle. Like, I would be like... Oh my God, it's another one of these commercials. And then there's right. a guy in the motorcycle and then there's another guy because they're always suing the casinos. So now I can't wait for them to come back on after I know, all because, this crap. Because all the, the commercials are so negative. They're, there's nothing positive. There's no positive messages going on. You and know? they're just annoying. So Do you remember? Like, ready? Here we go. 80s. Back in the 80s, what did we have? Dukakis in a tank. Back well, yeah, we had Reagan. Uh, yeah. yeah, we had the Russia standoff and you know the Cold War. Who was the first uh, president you voted for? Do you remember your first election you voted in? Yeah, it was it was in the nineties. Really, you waited that long? Yeah, huh. I did. Eighty-eight. I, did. I was all stoked. It was Ninety-two. Ah, so you did. Uh, okay. And I won't tell you who I voted tell for. You voted for? Okay. But I did vote. Well, eighty-eight. I was, you know, high school, and it was after the Reagan stuff. And you know, you're eighty-eight, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go vote. Yeah, that so, was uh, uh, Reagan's last year. Eighty-eight. Well, eighty-eight was uh, right. He Bush. just finished up. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he just Reagan finished up. Just so you just figure up. you want to keep on with the Reagan thing. You know, you're a kid. It's the eighties. You remember? Hey, it's the eighties. So uh, yeah, uh, Bush, and that was like a big deal. I was like, "Who I voted?" So for everybody out there who voted for the first time, you know, and right, and I hope everybody got their vote in, um, even though this election's a little nuts, little nuts, it's crazy. It's the alcohol talking right now. And um, so anyway, I have something to tell you. Oh do no! You, do you know this is just a fun fact? Has nothing has nothing to do with the eighties. Although Alf's looking at me in the eyes, that Americans. Us Americans, mm. we throw away $62 million in coins each year. Did you know that? No. And I'm thinking, where are these coins? I need to collect those. It's like a Goonies, like <laughs> a Goonies adventure. <laughs> yes. $62 million we Americans toss in the trash every year. Where did you just pull this out? I pulled of? that out of my ass. Oh my God. It's, I'll tell you, that, it's very interesting. You know, they want to get rid of the penny. It, you know, have you ever done it? Admit it. Of course. I have I think too. I've thrown change at you. I think people used to throw change at us on stage. <laughs> I, yeah, when I, when I get like a dirty penny, oh, yeah. I'm like, yo, I don't want that. Ah, and yeah. I just lose it. But 
Somebody's picking those coins up, man. It's maybe we're in the wrong business. No, like I said, they used to throw <laughs> they used to throw coins at us back in the day. So, and we never collected that stuff. But that, that's a very interesting fun fact. That's my fun fact. I don't that's have great. anything else. That's all you got. That's all. What do you got? Oh my god. Let me see. I got, <laughs> got something in your pocket fact here. Okay. <laughs> if I, maybe we can have a little Jeopardy music on here while I'm doing my fun facts. Isn't this fun? Did you guys miss us? Definitely. Let's get that Jeopardy I'll music. I'll tell you, dude. Okay, I learned a fun fact. It is, do you know why it's called the top 40 with music? I have no idea. Because that's how many songs jukeboxes could hold back in the day. It was 40. Really? That's it. That's yeah. interesting. Do you like that? So there's my, see? There you go, ladies and gents. Take that one to the bank. That was our Casey Kasem moment. That's, I can't do his invitation <laughs> to him. You know that's funny? right, it's Casey Kasem. You know what's funny? I listen to um, radio stations sometimes in the weekends and the mornings, and this guy, they, they replay his countdowns. Yeah. Still. He's very comfortable. He just, he sounds like it's, it sounds like it's live. Yes. But then you scary. hear him say 1982, the number one song. And I'm like, shit, that, well, it's definitely not today. <laughs> you know? It, but he, don't you agree? He's very comfy. When you listen to him, he's comforting. He's like, ah, oh. it is. feels like there's, remember those, everybody out there, remember those lazy Sundays where you'd like lay in bed and stare at the ceiling and you didn't have anything to do when you were a kid and you could just like, and you Casey turn the radio Kasem on. comes on. Yeah. You and know, it's time just, for America's top 40 with the, Casey Kasem. There you go. Listen to that. Oh God. I'm going to give Ryan oh, Seacrest a run man. for his money, bro. We're back. <laughs> yes, we're back. You know, there's a little edit there. Sometimes we're, we're just so you know, Jason and I are looking exactly at each other. We're sitting across a table and sometimes we look at each other like, well, do you want to talk or should I talk? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, I'll talk. That's great. Anyway, yeah, you talk. Anyway, so Christmas is right around the corner, buddy. Oh. And um, the greatest time of year, I, you know, I love Christmas. I love the holidays. I, I love the decorations. I love when all the stores do their thing. But there's something. I, I don't know. Have you done your shopping? Any shopping yet? Any little, early? little teeny tiny well, bits. Here's a couple things you might want to get. For, you know, the, the loved ones in your life. Oh, no. So here we go. Ladies and gents, get your pen. Yeah. Get your Write paper. Write these down. These here are we go. very cool gifts. So this is the Neiman Marcus Christmas book. Ooh. And they put one out every year. They've been doing this for decades. And they're outrageous fantasy gifts. So here's one you might want to do. How about a week at three English estates in England? For the low, low price of $700,000, you too can be a duke and your wife can be a, what is it? Duchess. A damn duchess. Yeah, you you can go to three castles. You visit three castles for a week and you just have to spend $700,000. I got an idea what we can do. Everybody out there listening. Can I come? We're going to start a, we're going to start a, a GoFund. GoFund us. (laughs) GoFund us for a... A week in three castles in England. And we'll do a video of it. We'll tell you all about it. Here's another fun one. Mm-hmm. Your wife might like this. A slumber party at their flagship store for the low, low price of $120,000. I'm wondering what kind of slumber party is this? Oh my God. Like what the hell is going on? I don't know. But, but I'm surprised you don't like that. You'd be like a Neiman Marcus. Well, like, here's the thing. You, I, and Marlon all can get our onesies on and we could... Because we know Marlon loves his onesies. Marlon, yeah, loves the onesies, <laughs> especially with buttons on them. Here's another one. This is pretty cool mm-hmm. for your sports fans, you football freaks. How about attending a private quarterback camp with the legend Joe Montana? Private. 
and this one's really a bargain. This one's in my ballpark. Good. Sixty-five thousand dollars. That's it. That's it, bro. Sixty-five k, and you wow. can hang out with Joe Cool, and he'll give you all the fine points of being a quarterback in the NFL. What an awesome Christmas idea, man! You're just like amaze balls with the good stuff here. <laughs> all right, I say the best for last. Uh oh. I know you're gonna love this. I love it. Is it and like? Is we, it like a weekend with Bob? We need to start saving our little money for this because we need this okay. in our lives. It's the ultimate music lovers trip of a lifetime to the 59th annual Grammy Awards. Oh, sounds fun, right? Sounds a lot of fun. So anyway, you're going to exclusive experience, and all kinds of cool shit are happening. You're backstage, or you know, and it's it's a little pricey. Did you want to guess how much it is? $22,000. No. $42,000. More. I give up. $500,000. What? So listen, if you guys want to buy Jason and I any Christmas what? gifts off that list I just read, we are more willing to accept. Oh. Yeah. Really? I've been like, I've been backstage to a lot of these things. I've never been to the Grammys. I got invited once. The long here we go. Ooh, here we go. Jason dropping some stuff. We got invited once a couple years ago, but I was back East Coast and I. Yeah, know, but for five hundred k, that's insane. That's insane. But I'm not even saying that. But I'm saying that's crazy because backstage it's just like yeah, it's okay. It's great. It's all like ooh. Well, wow. I think you get to go to the VIP parties and there's all kinds of crazy. So shit. it's you hanging out, you the sh me the schlub hanging yes. out with Bono and everybody else, and I'm like yes, Jay Z, <laughs> Beyonce, you're just chilling. And you they're know? like, hey man, it's like who's that? Who's that guy? What's he doing? I'm, I'm Jason. I paid five hundred thousand, and then they're laughing at you. Like, are you the guy on the Awesome Eighties podcast? Like, yeah, are you, yeah, that's me. Wait, they're gonna go. Are you Bob's friend? Can, <laughs> can you get me a copy of Careless Whisper? Is his voice really sound like that always? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have been reading everything you've been writing while we were away. And we got a lot of emails from everybody, a lot of questions and a lot of stuff. So we're going to pick something up because first we have to apologize. Like we said, we're a little, we're a little wacky today. A little, we're, you know. We're off the rails. Yeah, we're off. We're, it's a little, it's one of those days. I love being off the rails. Yeah. It's actually fun. Yeah, having a little, having a little buzz going on is good. We both have a... Five o'clock shadow. Yes. You well, can't see that. Eight o'clock, yeah, it's pretty. Maybe nine o'clock yeah, shadow. Exactly. <laughs> so, anywho, um, they're asking us about the uh, this animated stuff that we've been doing. These, these voices, the voiceovers right, we, that we've been yeah, doing. Yeah, we've been working on a bunch of animated movies. Yes. And for somehow, some way, <laughs> you know, we've got two things in the bag and we got more stuff lined right. up. I guess people like to hear what we're how we're talking. So, uh, I'm... Hey, I can see you. I can see you. Like, do a, a big, big, happy giant. Go ahead. Be a happy, be a happy giant. Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks for putting me on the Come spot. Come on, man. Improv. I'm a happy giant, and I'm here with my green beans. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's good. Okay, now I want you to be a... Wait, wait. How about you be something? <laughs> yeah, oh, be something? Like yeah. what? How about you be a billy goat? Oh, a billy goat. I'm just a regular old dairy goat. Oh, nice. You, like you got that, that little southern Is swing. Yeah. Now how about you be a uh, abominable snowman? <laughs> oh, it's mighty cold here. <laughs> I'm going to get you. <laughs> so anyway, we're just goofing Anyway, off. we're just playing. Thank you for taking the time. But um, well, let's talk about Star Pulse. Well, why don't you tell them how you know the whole recording process went and everything. It, it was cool. We uh, got our scripts and uh, Jason and I would practice with you know playing off each other and try and get the character 
down. And our first time we did, uh, we played two dinosaurs, mm-hmm. which you're going to see in Star Paul's, which is released on December 13th. It's this, coming up pretty fast, That's man, pretty fast. In four weeks. Yeah. And it's available on Amazon and Walmart and probably Best Buy. And, and you play? I play Trevor the T-Rex. Mm, and I am Benny the Brachiosaurus. Yeah, man. And we had a lot of fun with that. And and uh, I think, uh, you know, it's it's a kid's film. But it's a parody of Star Wars, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, with animals. With and dinosaurs. Dinosaurs and dogs and cats. And it, it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, William McNamara is the star of the film. Mm-hmm. And uh, you definitely have to check it out. Maybe pick it up for your kids and uh, you'll recognize a few voices. Mm, yeah. We got, we got another one in the can, too, for this uh, kids farm stuff. We're doing, like I said, yeah. a lot of kids stuff. This one's like an educational film mm-hmm. and we play, you know, some farm animals Yeah, <laughs> and that was, that was a lot of fun and, and, and there's going to be more coming. We've got, we've got a couple year. things in uh, already in, in the pipe and, uh, maybe just maybe a little video game action too. So, uh, who knows, you know, hopefully you guys, you know, will enjoy it and support yeah. it. And, uh, but there's a little something, something that's going on with us right there. Yep. 2017 is going to be a fun year for it's gonna be very uh, interesting. Bobby and Jason. Season two is going to be, uh, we got some lot of stuff we are, sketched um, out. We are working on that as we speak and, uh, you know, we'll be announcing it as time goes. All right, for everybody out there who's wondering, if I think we just went to a one garage podcast here. Uh, we, we are going backwards. We have a little glitch, and for once it's not Bobby. It's um, <laughs> my headphones, my cans uh, crapped out on me here, so I actually cannot hear what's going to come up next. Right. So it's going to be you guys. So, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, see, it's not just me with the glitches. So we are here with... We're talking about it. We're here with our. Let's bring. Wait, the theme music. Did the theme music first. Oh, hey, theme music. Let's let's get the. the theme. Gotta bring the cool. Sounds good. Cause he is cool. He's the man. All right. He's Mr. Button. Right. He's our little buddy, and this is the moment <laughs> with, with Marlin. <laughs> What's up, little buddy? <laughs> What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Good, man. So Jason has no. He can't hear you. He can't so hear you. so this is now the Bobby and Marlin show. Oh, great. I'm going, yeah. to, I'm going to have another swig well, off this. Well, uh... it's, it's interesting because I can hear Jason just fine. Yeah, yeah. You can hear Jason perfectly, but he can't hear yeah. you. So, hey, how about those Cubs, Marlon? How about those Cubs? Wow. It's just fantastic. Um, what's amazing is the history of the Cubs and, you know, their pennants. And I think uh, it goes as far back as uh, 1907 and 1908. And uh, 2016, very, very wild. Yeah, man, it was amazing. It, you know, I watched game nine. I was talking to Jason earlier and the drama in that game, how the Cleveland tied it up. And um, I remember right. they took a shot of LeBron James and, and he was watching and he was so excited that they tied it up. It was cool. He's such a big fan, you know. Right, right, right. But ultimately uh, so... they, they fell short. And the Cubs, you know, I was happy for them because, you know, they they needed it <laughs> right right and and you know it's great for the city great for the people and you know just congratulations to everybody out there so go cubs go cubs so what do you got for us buddy well you know uh, i'm very excited about about what i have today because um you know uh you know with the political spectrum that's going on out there, you know, the right, the left, blue, red, blah, blah, blah. Right. There is some fun in all of it. 
And <laughs> I feel like the fun begins and ends with Alec Baldwin's terrific impersonation of the presidential candidate, uh, Donald Trump. And I just thought oh, I man. wanted to go into the background of the great Alec Baldwin and what he's doing and where he's been. Right. And I'm just overwhelmed by his performance. Yeah, and he, he, he's, he just hits a home run every time. Alec's killing it, man. Jason, what do you think of his performance oh, as Donald Trump? The best thing about this whole, the whole election cycle is, is Alec Baldwin <laughs> on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it's funny. They the last performance they just did, they both came out of character mm. at the last right, at the, right, at the end, right. and it was interesting, you know. You just... know and uh, Alec Baldwin, you know, you know, just to backtrack his career, of course, he did soap opera in the eighties, uh, the show The Doctors and Knots Landing, and then he just catapulted into, you know, a big movie star. But even before that. Uh, you know, Alec Baldwin went to uh, George Washington University and majored in political science, and then right. he also went to NYU and he majored in drama. He's got a BA. And what's really fascinating about that is he did his thesis at NYU on Al Pacino. That, like that was his thesis. Really, he did a thesis really on Al Pacino when he was back in the day. Whoa, that's interesting. I didn't know that. That's yeah, yeah, and. Uh, you know, he's done films, of course, we love him, Beetlejuice and oh, man, Beetlejuice. October, and one of his really, you know, stellar parts was Miami Blues, um, right. and the opening to Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, you know, Bob, I know you love oh, that Oh, I film. love that movie. It's a big talking movie, but I loved it. It's such a good film. Glenn yep. Gary, and, Glenn uh, Ross. Oh, not to mention, he also movie. did Broadway, Heavy Streetcar Duty. Named Desire, he did Stanley Kowalski, played, you know, spectacularly by Marlon Brando, and right. then... There's 30 Rock, Jack Donovan. 30 Rock, he did 30 Rock, executive. that's right. And um, that show really was a big hit. Huge. Hey, hey, guys, hey, guys, did you know he made $300,000 an episode on 30 Rock? Outstanding. Marlon says that he made $300,000 per episode on 30 Rock, Alec Baldwin. Wow. That is amazing. Wow. And, and listen to this, he holds the record 16 times hosting SNL. Um... You know, nobody's going to break that record for a long, no. long time. Yeah, I think you're um, right. And then one more thing I found out, Bobby, was uh, he was actually considered for Batman. That went to Michael Keaton. Did you know that? I didn't know that. So he was up for the Batman role in 1989, for the one that Michael yes, Keaton had. That's interesting. No, I didn't know that. Mm, that is interesting. Michael Keaton killed it, though, so we're big fans. And, guys, he turned down The Fugitive that went to Harrison Ford. That was wow. actually his gig first. So he turned down The Fugitive that Harrison Ford was in. You know, Harrison Ford was perfect for that film, though. I loved him in that movie. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, kind of so happy he did. Congratulations to Alec Baldwin. I just want to give him mad props. I'm a big, big fan, have been for years. And, you know, Alec, just keep up the hard work. I hope maybe someday you can come on Awesome 80s with uh, you know, Bobby and <laughs> Maybe Jake. we can get awesome. Alec on here one day. Yeah, you know what I remember about Alec? He was always fighting with the press in New York City. He was mm. on the streets and like getting in these scuffles and everything. Man, he he's like a hothead, but he was he's so funny the way he handled things. He's so honest. Well, I, I, you know, that's what I love him. I, lo I like that hothead about him. I yeah, think that's great. He's like he's just so real. You know, he's so you're real. Walking down the street with your woman and somebody's bothering you. Yep. Look at that. You yep. know, so so um now. I know you're a fan, and you wanted to talk about uh, a big show on Netflix. Yeah. And I'm also yeah. a big fan. Uh, well, this show uh, on Netflix, Netflix is doing a lot of good work. You know, it's, it's yeah, they are. Netflix is killing actors. it. Everybody's getting work out of Netflix, but it's got this great show 
and uh, it's called Narcos, and it is pretty much a portrayal of it's like a cops and robbers flick, um, and it follows Pablo Escobar from the, the rise and the fall yep. of Pablo Escobar, yep. who was a very big, big. Uh, I want to say uh, he was a, a just put it bluntly, he was a cocaine dealer in the eighties. Yep, he and was a he uh, was one Marco. of the biggest guys who was in that field. Uh, he was a billionaire uh, when it's all said and done. He started as a farmer with his father. And he, you know, went on to become a billionaire, one of the richest men on the planet in the 80s. He was. And And, uh, this show is just rock star. I love the show, man. Yeah, he was actually on the Forbes top 40 of the richest men in the 80s, Pablo Escobar. Yeah. And um, he's from Medellin, Colombia. And he started the, you know, the cartel there. And he was, like you said, he was the man. He, He started the whole cocaine thing shipping it flying it in sending submarines to miami you know in in the 80s and 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 i think scarface the movie with al pacino played off a little bit off of that absolutely and uh, you know it's played uh you know brilliantly by uh actor uh wagner mora who in fact is uh brazilian he had to learn spanish for the character which is incredible uh, yes. in any acting form. He he stole every scene he was in. The the, the actor who played Pablo, he was absolutely yeah. amazing. He also had the look of Pablo Escobar down. Right. Also, I mean, he was amazing. I, I I watched season one. I haven't got into season two yet. It just started, but right. I don't know if you know, but they they've signed them up for season three and four. The show is so popular right, and right. doing so well. well and, and Bobby, not to mention, you know, this actor, uh, Wagner Mora, he actually is on another show called Elite Squad, where he plays uh, a lieutenant colonel uh, on that show. And that show is actually based in Rio, Rio uh, okay. de Janeiro. Yeah, so that he, I didn't he's, know. He's playing Pablo Escobar on one show. And then he's playing a police captain on another show, both on Netflix. This guy is really kicking ass. Yeah, and it's amazing. Like you said, his first language is in Spanish. You know, he's from Brazil. He speaks Portuguese. But when you hear him on the show, it sounds like like Spanish is his. He's so fluent the way he he speaks, and he kills it. And and and. And also, which is really interesting about the the way he plays Pablo, of course, Pablo Escobar, you know, he was like the truly bad guy, you know, to, you know, roaming the streets of right. uh, Medellin. But he plays it with sympathy, which is really interesting. I mean, that's really good acting when you could play a bad guy and give him a sympathetic, you know, kind of perspective. Well, so, let me, uh, you know, I've traveled to Colombia in the past and I could tell you he's a he's a folk hero over there, especially with the the low income people because he did so much for them. And people look right. at him like he's a hero. At least in in, in right, Colombia, right. now he's no hero. We know he's done so many bad things, but from their right, from right, their perspective, right, right. Um, he's loved. You know, he yeah. He, I mean, you know, what's was interesting is that he pushed the envelope so far that where he was a folk hero, then he he morphed into this villain, and uh, those were the days where he was taken out. Right. Uh, I think yeah, he passed away in 1993. Yep, so, they they got uh, him. But, but they the got show him. is outstanding. I want to give it up to Netflix. Thanks for 
this history lesson pretty much. I, yeah, man, it's a it's a uh, it's a show. It's amazing. There's a good book called Killing Pablo that I read back in the '90s that you might want to pick up, Marlon. It's a good book. It's, a, it, it's all about how they killed him and everything. All right, little buddy. You brought some good stuff. Uh, Jason is here. Yeah, I'm here. He's I'm listening. Here. I no, I can't hear anything. Just hear Jason, one side. Have, you, have you checked out Narcos yet? No. You I'm definitely need to do that. <laughs> we'll do. It's wonderful, man. So anyway, we will talk to you soon, my friend. Okay, brothers. You, buy, you, buy, you be safe, and I hope we have a better communication uh, next week. Yeah, we, we will. You know, Jason's got to get his shit together. I got to get my shit together. Yeah, so. man. I'll, I'll hear you later when everybody else hears the podcast. <laughs> Okay, Button, I will talk to you soon. All take right, care. Marlon. Thanks, bud. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, take care. Yep. Well, now I have a chance to actually say something because, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hear anything. Hey, man, that's your fault. I know, man. Well, that's not my fault. It's technology. No, technology. Technology. And Jason knows his technology. Speaking of technology. Oh, I hear paper. What could that be? No, you go first. Oh, oh wait, I know. always mix this up. Because you got to do the song first. Well, you know, first, that's after. Let, let me oh, get on. I'm trying, the, people. Let's get on to the fan comments. Okay. All right. The first one is from Mary Alice Enright. She's a big listener, and she's always writing in, and we really appreciate it. She says, I can't wait to listen to this. This podcast is epic already. She's talking about the Halloween show. Oh, you all have something for everyone. I love it. Keep making everybody smile because your podcast makes me and everyone out there happy. Because I'm happy. Because I'm sing. Come on. You got it. You're doing it perfectly. Oh my God. Pharrell's in the room. Oh shit. I should be doing something else. Yes, you should. Next comment is from Sandra Rodriguez, another big listener. She says, as usual, I'm late to the party, but I finally got to listen to your Halloween episode where else? Stuck on the freeway, in traffic, driving home from work. See, we are, we are helping people, like lose their stress in life, in in their daily lives. <laughs> That's good. She continues. You guys totally take the stress out of the afternoon commute for me. Ooh. As usual, your podcast was great. Had me thinking back to my childhood, Halloween, and all the great '80s horror films. There are so many great ones to name, but I totally remember Hotel Hell that you mentioned, Bobby. I never <laughs> wanted to stay in a motel after seeing that. <laughs> and she says the clown stories were hilarious. Clowns. Clowns. Crusty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she says, thanks for again for the trip down memory lane. You boys rock. Until Thank next you. time. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. And last comment by one of our biggest listeners, Rose Franklin. Oh, Rose. What's up, Rose? She says, I really enjoyed listening to you gentlemen. We are gentlemen. We are gentlemen. We sure are. On my way to work in the morning. It made the trip on the bus and, and the train here in Portland, Oregon, less painful. Well, Rose, we're here to do that and make things less painful. Yes, we are. Now, so, speak about bringing some joy to everyone's lives. So, Jason, sing the jingle. <laughs> this is a fan sing favorite. The Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bobby Catalano with the email bag song. Oh, shit. Do I have to do it? Yes, come on. All right. The email bag. It's time for the damn email bag. The fucking email bag. <laughs> Isn't that great? There you go. What do you got? 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 iTunes. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I have got the email, and it is a long one here. You, had to pick, you picked the long one. Good. Brandy Haynes Stallings. I think I got that right. 
Marlon. Awesomeness. Thank you. Phantasm was one of those underrated movies of the time. Definitely an all-time favorite of mine. I was going to mention Sleepaway Camp as another, but Gia beat me to it. Brought the killer clowns from outer space like two weeks ago and sent it home with my 21-year-old son. Waiting on his response. He has a slight clown phobia, who doesn't these days, that he's trying to get over, as he puts it. Not sure with the movie and all the clown hype going down. I'm there with you, Brandy. <laughs> how, well's, how well that's going to work. Oh, well, shit happens. Costumes now. I've been everything from Snoopy and Little Orphan Annie to Angels and Bumblebees. I grew up in Michigan, so the one thing I remember and associate most with Halloween is stepping on all the leaves and hearing the satisfying crunch running door to door <laughs> while yelling trick or treat at the top of my short little lungs. You're a good writer, Brandon. Yes. Best times, LOL, LOL. I understand the need for safety, especially these days, but everything we did back in the day was all part of the excitement and adventure of the night. This podcast made my night, my favorite time of the year with a couple of my most favorite people. Oh, oh thank you. Who could ask for anything better? Not this fangirl. Well, thank you, Brandy. That definitely lightened the mood Brandy, here. Brandy, you're the best. Thank you very you much. You are the best. Well, oh. 18. <laughs> 18 season one. Number 18 is in the bag, my brother. Yes, it is. I'm sorry, everybody out there. You know, this one was kind of like a little wacky, a little loopy. We were all over the place. Yes, we were. And you know what? We had a great time. We'll be back <laughs> on track next week. Jason, please shave. I will. You too. <laughs> you too. So, okay, ladies and gents, that's it. It's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for taking your time and listening to us. We do appreciate it. We do appreciate it. it. And now, Roberto's going to show you he can count. I can count because guess what, people? This podcast is going to self-destruct in five, five four, four, three, three two, two, one. Oh. Take care, everybody. See you later, everyone. <laughs>